Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Next Gen. I am Deanna, your host for the podcast, and we've got a very special guest with us, Laura from Accor Design. Um, so, Laura, a massive, massive welcome. Um, please just share a little bit about kind of who you are, what you do, why you do it, um, and yeah, just some some information about you. Hi, Deanna. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. So, my name is Laura, and I'm the CEO of Accor Brand Design. I'm a um, health and wellness brand strategist who helps uh, businesses define their own brand through brand and strategy. Um, I say define brand, but what I mean is more like going in more depth uh, when it comes building your own identity. So I like to think uh, about myself as being part of the team and help you discover who you are and show that to the world and build a strong foundation uh, for your company to to be memorable and to last the test of time. Um, why I'm doing this, um, it's something that uh, kind of ca uh, came along the way. Uh, it started as a hobby. I was a graphic designer before and um, I just did it out of my uh, passion, just trying to discover something new. I was always into the creative side and I always liked to ask questions. Um, I was always like a toddler asking why, why, why going into the depth. And then when I saw that my perspective was a bit different, what I was um, uh, giving out and my knowledge and just being very curious what's happening behind the scenes, not only uh, focusing on the design overall, I realized that uh, this is a chance for me to do something a bit different um just shake things up and uh, break from the ordinary like i like to say um and that's why i i pursued uh, three years later i pursued the um, uh, idea of going on my own and open my own company and choose health and wellness industry amazing amazing and i think it's just a testament to a lot of young entrepreneurs that are either tuning in now um you have to take that risk it's really important yeah. to kind of um, like you say, sometimes you find a little gem that's just really unique to you. Um, I think lots of businesses that have that element are, you know, special in their own right. And actually, you know, if 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 that's something that really works for other people around you to serve them would be just to kind of share that as much as possible. Um, something that we I know spoken about beforehand, which is a really key link to kind of the way that you work is the link between psychology and branding. Um, and this is something that you're really, really passionate about. And I think for those listening, I think if they're in the, even the marketing space, but also, you know, similar to what you do and just kind of that thought process of being unique. Um, what's your experience of this? How did you come across the, the links between psychology and, and branding? Uh, that's an interesting question. Um, it came as well from my passion because I've always been interested in how the human mind works and um, it basically started uh, on studying with myself. Uh, I started therapy uh, years back and um, I just got it more, started to be more curious and the way I was understanding myself, my patterns, uh, how I react. Uh, I realized that I'm starting to understand the world better around me and people and seeing patterns everywhere. Mm -hmm. And um, when I started branding, because for me, branding didn't came straight away. Uh, I started with graphic design. Um, and when I realized that I want to do more, uh, I stumbled upon, upon brand identity and I was like, okay, what's this? And then 
um, when I understood that it's about strategy and about building uh, something stronger, looking into a lot of research about your ideal customer, about your competitors and about your company. Um, that's when I uh, got in more depth and I was like, okay, let's see what skills I have or what, what skills I, I would like to grow further. And I realized quickly that psychology is a really big part of this because nothing is random. Everything is thought out and there are some principles that big companies like Coca-Cola, McDonald's, uh, everybody that we, we've seen along for the longest time, they've been using them um, and it just feels so natural and so straightforward because they work you know and it's, it's that that's when it hit me and I was like okay I need to I need to start doing this I need to apply this and if I can give you an, an example of how this works um for example um there is a principle um I don't know if you heard but I think it's very famous of the uh exercise of pebble dog um, when uh, he basically does this association with the dog when he hears a song he goes and eats something and he knows when the uh, that uh, ring comes it's his time to eat and for example in the commercial of McDonald's you know you have that song that I'm loving it you know all the time and then when you hear that song you immediately just connect with that experience that you have there which is fun it's relaxed it's easy going you know so just going into that depth and starting to um, just research how these big companies are doing this uh, and why that works, I realized the importance of, of uh, psychology and what it does is just make you more connected with, with your audience. And I was like, why, why not do this with other businesses as well, even if they are smaller? Because I, what I've encountered, you know, it's a bit of a resistance at first. Because obviously it's triggering you to ask so many questions because you need to go in depth and you need to do some work yourself as well to, to find out what what you really want to put out there, you know, just um, it's a bit of a, an uncomfortable feeling. Um, and then I always came across with this saying that, you know, uh, big companies afford to do that and, you know, they just spend big budgets and so on and yes but it's also about the knowledge that it's put in there and you know the principle it's the same like everywhere like if you just take five six brands they are doing the same thing which means it works it works if you are using these uh, uh, principles but it's uncomfortable mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable to you know sit in the corner and really sit with yourself and just what I'm doing is um, just like an onion taking layer by layer mm -hmm. and trying to to uncover and go to the core and I'm doing different exercises like um, for example there is um, a strategy called analogical thinking which basically you start associating your brand with different uh, objects or it's either like a car or like a plant or uh, a restaurant and just think your favorite restaurant or what kind of experience you'd like to to give to your customer and you start writing down mm. things and then you go deeper and deeper and these kind of exercises are creative but also they are meant to just make you stand out i do that for positioning uh, brands because you see all over again over the internet the same thing going on, on all over again and 
you know, we are authentic, we are innovative, we are, you know, it's just the same thing. Mm -hmm. So for me, this kind of exercise not only go into depth, but also uh, bring some answers that you never thought you you would, you know, and it's just a really nice feeling to to discover so much more that it's hidden behind that door that you are just a bit afraid to to open up because it's just uncomfortable at the beginning. But once you are in there, you just don't want to stop. You want to find more and you want to, to bring that to light and just create that identity that, you know, you, you relate to and your audience relates to as well. I love that. And I think there's so much in what you've just said that I think is really key. Yeah. And I think there's so much in there that um, really can help people just have a think about it. I think it's such a unique way of thinking I think actually we take a lot of it for granted as you mentioned like we don't mm-hmm. even think about psychology in, in certain brands and and it just is literally upon us you know um you've yeah. used some great examples there as well um the one thing that I want to kind of finish off this episode with is that element and you've mentioned it briefly just then of constantly questioning now as a young entrepreneur you know sometimes we feel that maybe questions can be quite a, like a burden you know it's a little mm-hmm. bit annoying that we're asking lots of questions but it's something that's your strength and I think it links obviously to your um your industry and what you're doing you know yeah. with psychology and branding but kind of what would be your tips on on just asking questions and kind of why it's important to ask questions well I always focus on the impact. So I'm thinking about the results that, you know, are going to trigger those. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really bothered if, uh, you know, at the moment it might seem like, you know, it's a bit of attention there or I am uh, perceived of, uh, as an annoying person. I don't mind at all because what I'm thinking about is my client and where I want him to, to be. So for me, for me, that's it. That's why it's a bit maybe easier um, the approach. But it's also, I think, the curiosity for me. Like I'm a very curious person, and uh, obviously, I don't like there are boundaries, and I'm not trying to to do anything personal there or uncover some some trauma or whatever. I'm not doing that. Um, mm-hmm. There are firm boundaries, and it's always only about the business side. Uh, but if there will be tips about them, will be just focus. Uh, on the client so try to get outside of your mind and try to be less self-aware because it's not about you and even if the client perceives you as annoying at that moment he will thank you later because Mm -hmm. he will see that you are passionate about it and you know um, he'll understand that you really want to make uh, the effort to work it out I've never ever uh, encountered any client who was upset about me asking questions uh, was rather the other way around when I was just quickly brushing off thinking that I've understand some things when in reality I had to go in more depth and obviously like at the very beginning uh, when I was talking with clients I'm going to give an example with graphic design you get a brief and you have to do uh, whatever the client was telling you but you know in that brief there was so like very less information about what what Mm. I was about to do and you have all this information like it has to be clean more minimalistic and then I was like okay and then you know clean and minimalistic can um, can uh, be something for me can mean something for me but for the client can mean something else right and when I did at the beginning my vision obviously it didn't uh, match what the client was expecting and then I realized okay I need to ask questions mm. so that's when I started I was like okay 
when you tell me this, you, that you want this uh, specific look, is it, uh, and I start just giving a comparison of uh, known brands or even showing pictures of, or even asking him to describe in his own words what that uh, actual uh, word means to him, because I'm interested in him. I don't care uh, about my perspective unless it's obviously uh, feedback and guidance on, on the road he has to take. But when it comes to his vision, I'm all about himself. So I take myself out of, of the equation. I think that's very important. And it's something, it's a skill that it really, it's really not used so often because of the fear of rejection. Mm -hmm. But I think it's very valuable to be able to stand your ground, mm -hmm. ask questions, even if it's uh, a bit tense, even if it's a bit uncomfortable. That's where you get the most results, in my opinion. And so far, the people I worked with, they are just very satisfied with the outcome because I dare to just push a bit, you know, just... Yeah give up love that. <laughs> love that and I think that's so important like you said and I think those that are listening you know questions will only allow you to unravel more and more information and then with a lot of the kind of work that, that that we do and especially a lot of the creative industries I think like you mentioned there um having that kind of understanding and actually you know you're not in that person's head so the more questions you have the lot easier it is to see their vision at the same time um but Laura thank you so much for being a guest on Next Gen it's been so lovely to have you and as I say every week guys um if you want to have a more of a conversation maybe that psychology element is something that you really also gravitate towards um and it doesn't necessarily have to be in in similar to Laura it could be just the fact of psychology in itself and maybe that asking questions in that process please do get in touch I will pop all of Laura's links and information if you struggle in any way just get in touch with me and I will personally direct you to to Laura um but Laura a massive thank you again for being a guest it's been so lovely to have you um and yeah thank you again thank you so much for having me I've been a pleasure thank you so much thanks guys I will see you all next week and Laura have a lovely rest of your day thanks everyone thank you <laughs>